Welcome to the Go Podcast. Go aspires to engage the local church in global missions. We seek to share mission stories that encourage, edify, and equip other Christians in sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ at home and abroad. This podcast is a part of Liberty Bible Church Global Ministry. Your hosts for Go are Cami Sattner, a missions partner with Liberty, and joining her is Kevin Cram, pastor of global engagement at Liberty Bible Church. Welcome back to the Go Podcast. My name is Kevin, and with me, as always, is Cami. And today, we're excited to be beginning a new series, which we're calling The Missionary Experience. Over the next six weeks, we'll be exploring the various facets of what it's like to be a cross-cultural missionary. From ministering overseas, to support raising, to having a family, we'll get insight from various guests on the ins and outs of missionary life. And in this week's episode, we'll be looking at the ways God calls people into missionary service. We'll hear about the nature of that calling and how one might go about discerning that leading in one's life. So, Cammie, who will we be talking with today? Today, we will be talking to Greg Carter. Greg has served in a number of different mission-related roles in the church. Early on in his career, he and his wife, Kathy, served in cross-cultural ministry in Japan. Most recently, Greg was a missions pastor for 23 years at our church, Liberty Bible. He retired from his ministry back in 2018. Greg, how are you doing today? Well, I'm loving retirement. I get a lot of time to invest in the grandchildren. And as always, I love digging dirt. So summertime, I'm out in the garden. That's great. Can you tell us a little bit about your personal experience of initially being called into missions? And how do you recall discerning God's direction and the process that that entailed? Yeah, that is maybe not quite a complex story, but uh, some background information on that. Uh, Kathy and I, uh, prior to marriage, had been attending a very missions-minded church. And early in our engage process, there was a couple in our church who were mentoring us. And the gentleman sat with me one day and said, why don't you make a list of things that you would have done had you remained single. So Kath and I did that separately. And as we sat and compared our lists, both of us had short-term missions on it. And while I had thought that we had talked a lot in our dating years, for some reason, this particular topic had never come up. We both want to do short-term missions. We were both working. This was post-college for both of us. And so that lit a stronger interest as we talked about that together. At the same time, at the church we were attending, uh, as we were now married, being a very missions-minded church, uh, the pastor at a retreat for young couples in the church sat with us. There were probably 30 couples up at a cabin, northern Minnesota, great time. And he said to this group of couples, young marrieds gathered together, 30 of you, this is, you're large enough to be a small church. And I think you would be large enough to be able to send one of you guys, one of you couples, as missionaries. And so we had a prayer sheet that we were praying for different things. And so we agreed as a class to pray for somebody from our small church, our adult Sunday school class, to go into missions. A year later, 
<laughs> Kathy and I were standing on the platform, and we we're being prayed for to head out into short-term missions. Praying is a dangerous thing, isn't it? <laughs> it definitely is. So, I, one of the cool, some of the cool things that I heard out of that story is um, that I've seen very typically in other stories is this role of community, like how the church is so critical in that process. You know, a lot of times people that God is calling into that ministry don't even realize it until the community comes around them and says, I see something in you, or I see something that God is preparing in you. And, and the role of the community is so powerful in that. So it's really cool that you, that that was part of your story as well. Yes, very much so. So let's go, let's, let's go to like this idea of calling, um, as it's found perhaps in the Bible, like is that idea of calling into be, to become a missionary or even just um, ministry in general, is that a biblical call? Is that a biblical idea? And what, if it is, what might be some of the examples? And from those examples, is that normative? Like, do they provide us with a, with a framework or, or, or a way that it's actually done, or is it just more of examples? Like, can you talk into about those biblical ideas? Sure. I think that's a great question. In the case of our own experience, did we receive a call? Well, yes and no. A call in the sense of we knew that there were needs, we knew that we were available, and we were willing. And if you mix all that together, that was certainly a call in our particular life to be able to go and respond to an opportunity. Uh, We saw that before us, and we said yes to it. When we turn to the Bible, Scripture can be instructive, but it is not always necessarily defining. There are many times when we find that Scripture is descriptive and not necessarily prescriptive on how something happens. Now, definitely there are examples in the Scriptures of people who were called. We have the examples of Abram and how he was called. Paul definitely on the road to Damascus and how he described himself as called to the Jews. Uh, We see Moses and the burning bush. If there was ever a call, that was a call. (laughs) He tried to get out of it, but he could not. Jeremiah, he fought that as well. Who am I? But he was called by God. As I look at Scripture, when it talks about the will of God, if we want to equate the will of God in trying to find my calling, the only thing that we really see where God says, this is my will, in First Thessalonians it talks about that it, the will of God is your sanctification, your holiness, that you abstain from sexual immorality. So indeed that is true. That is God's will for us. But in the sense of vocationally, occupationally, I think there's a great breadth of opportunity and allowance for God to have us hear and choose what we both desire to do, as well as then I think another key thing is, is our life aligned with God's purposes in the expansion of the kingdom? Mm -hmm. He desires the expansion of his kingdom around the globe, and how am I using my life for that? Uh, Several books have been written in the area of the missionary call, and one that I especially like is, uh, I think it's uh, Sill, Dr. Sill, a Moody professor, Moody Bible Institute, 
of the missionary call, finding your place in God's plan for the world. Uh, chapter 6 especially speaks to that. So if someone is attempting to determine uh, a better understanding of the missionary call, check out that particular book. I would recommend that. Yeah, so in, I think you, you maybe even are touching on that, but when I think of the Scripture, I think of almost a general call. Like when we think of calling, we think of like the Damascus Road experience. God comes down in a voice and says, I, I have set you apart to reach the Gentiles, you know, like, um, but I think that even more commonly the scripture describes a general call that is rests on all of us, that every single person is called to in some way be a part of God's mission um, to to expand and um, be representatives, ambassadors of the kingdom here in this world. And that can mean a million different things. And that's part of the challenge for individuals is to is to understand where our particular giftings are, where our particular opportunities are, and how those might intersect that general call. But if anything, if we talk about a call, it's not that one specific experience to that one specific place. It's a more general idea. Would you agree with that? Yes, yes. Even as Paul's call was to the Gentiles, uh, my call is in my area of influence. And I love how the New Testament describes Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and to the ends of the world. Uh, Not many of us are going to the ends of the world but we all live in a Jerusalem. And thus my call as I follow God in building his kingdom is my Jerusalem, which may well be my neighborhood. If I'm a student, it may be my high school. If I am in a motorcycle club, it may be that group. If I'm a mom, it may be in the play group. But yes, all of us have a calling to live out Jesus in the midst of where we have influence. Greg, having a call is, is a big deal, and it's very much life-changing. So how do you see a dynamic of those you have served with or mentored being called? Yes, I have worked over the last dozen, 15, 20 years with a number of individuals, my privilege at Liberty Bible Church, to assist them in understanding God's call on their life and what they would do. In some cases, I have counseled them not to go. In some cases, I've counseled them to wait. And in one particular case, we had a couple where there were some issues of, I'll call them deficiency. They were not quite ready to go. And so we had them wait a number of months and some particular assistance that was given to them to build a greater level of stability in their life. And I'm happy to say that this particular couple is still serving Uh, 20 years later in their particular area of ministry and quite proud of how they are doing in their community. Over the years, we've been able to develop a process of how we move people through the area, and I use three different terms, the area of spiritually mature, emotionally healthy, and relationally secure. In the first case, spiritually mature, I'm well connected with my Heavenly Father. I know who I am, and I am not disturbed or rocked by things in my world because of how I'm connected, the intimacy with God. The emotionally healthy is 
that I know who I am. I am secure in myself. I have an identity where I know my strengths and my weaknesses, and I can function in that well. The area of relationally secure means I play well in the sandbox with others. (laughs) And it's the issue of I can play on a team. I get along with others who are different from me. Sometimes I lead. Sometimes I follow. If things don't go my way, I can't pick up the ball and go home. No, these are the people that I'm relating with, and I need to do that well. Because of the security in my own life, I'm not threatened or intimidated by the strengths of others. And when there are deficiencies, then God allows me to fill in because we work together as a team. Yeah, that's that's great. You know, uh, for those who don't know, um, when you uh, stepped out of that role here at Liberty Bible Church, I was the one that was um, asked to step in and take that position. I had the inevitable task of trying to build on a really amazing foundation. And in the past five, four or five years that I've been working in that ministry, um, I have seen countless times the fruit of that intentionality that you've had with a do- dozens of people. And, um, you know, I think that the stability and the fruit and the um, impact of many different people um, through the ministry of Liberty's Global Outreach is a testimony to that intentionality of many, many years that you've put in. It's just amazing. Um, so I want you to put yourself now kind of hypothetically in a situation that you have someone across from you who is thinking about, should I become a missionary? Should I devote my life to this idea of cross-cultural missions? How would you um, walk with someone, come alongside with someone, advise someone in that position? What would you tell them to do? Yeah, great question. I would want to ensure as much as I could that this individual has others helping them figure this out. We can sense a call, but really that needs to be affirmed by others, others meaning the church and the people that know them the best. And that's where the community, as you spoke of earlier, really is so valuable within the Christian experience within church that we have others who will be able to validate and affirm that, yes, indeed, this is the right direction for you. And it is the right timing for you. Both of them really need to come together, as well as the preparation part. Uh, it is difficult to live overseas. Uh, you want to more than just survive. You want to thrive. And to be at that particular place, lots of things need to come into play. Others are the ones who really need to validate whether we are headed in the right direction And indeed, when we are ready to be able to do that, when we are under the authority of others, I believe we blossom the best when we allow others to have that intentionality in our life. One of the particular methodologies that I so appreciate is the issue of mentoring. And when an excellent mentoring situation can be developed, that I think can provide the essential building into the individual for the rigors of life ahead that they're going to find when they're overseas. 
Greg, thank you so much for joining us today. We are grateful to have you and hear about your story and just all that you've experienced. I appreciate it. Thanks for asking. Well, before we wrap up our episode, we want to end uh, this week on a note of personal reflection like we always do. And um, we want to kind of form that in a question. And so, uh, Cammie, how are you going to be leaning into prayer this week as a result of our conversation with Greg? Honestly, I feel like I need to dive deeper into finding what my new call is. I've known what it's been in the past, but right now I'm kind of in limbo as to as to what it is and where I'm supposed to be and how I'm supposed to be serving. So I think that and just getting more involved in the mentoring process would be really beneficial. Yeah. You know, I, I love this idea of, of having a community come alongside you as you are guided and discerning in this in these directions. And that's probably a um, good advice for every area of life. Um, you know, we are such an, we live in a culture that is, that values our personal autonomy so much. Basically everywhere you look, um, the message that we get from our world is, you know, you decide for yourself, you know, you are the one that are responsible for your decisions. You are the one that it should be empowered to find your true self or whatever. Mm -hmm. And, um, that's not the model that, you know, Greg described or that we find in scriptures. It's actually, the the ability and I would even dare say the authority yeah. that the community has to be able to speak into someone's life and especially in a decision like this. Um because there's a lot of out there of individuals that are enamored with missions but may not necessarily be called to missions. And um that can be a hard thing to parse if you're in the mm-hmm. middle of the situation. I know the heart is deceitful above all else. And I remember when we were going through that process, there were several gut checks and heart checks for Kathy and I of like, are we doing this really because we feel like um, God is leading us into this? Or are we doing this because we just like the idea of living overseas or serving cross-culturally? It's a hard question. It is a hard question. And when we were honest with ourselves, we had to say, yeah, maybe there is some of that kind of self-centered, selfish motivation. And we had to come to a point, and we had others affirming us outside of us, so that was confirming for us. But you know, there was a, it was a you know moment where we realized that our motives and probably nobody's motives are entirely pure in that. But that's why the community is so important to be able to discern and, and work through those things. So I love this conversation because um, calling can be so individual, but. It, um, calling is so importantly tied to the community. And so I just think it's, it's a really great lesson for us. Thank you for tuning in and listening to Our Call. We aspire to give you real-life stories and experiences to help you in your current phase of life. Next week, tune in to hear from John Christensen. He's going to be sharing with us a little bit about the process of raising support going into the mission field. And remember to go and make your life a mission.